Hi everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and today I'm taking you on a journey through a gift that I gave my husband. These journals are not for sale but I'm going to do a journal flip through with you and um, I asked him, can you please give me a topic and uh, I will make a journal for you. Now you have to understand my husband's one of those guys who he's not into the chunky monkey journals with all the foo-foo, you know, spine jewelry and the lace and all that stuff. So he's more of a moleskin, write many pages about his uh, ideas and thoughts and plans and uh, uh, things like that. So he always sort of said to me, you know, kind of a little timid about getting a journal made by me. And But I had pretty much given one to everyone, every person in my family. And he was the last Mohican. And I thought, you know, I got to give a journal to my husband. I mean, what would happen if, you know, it was gone off the face of the earth and I had never given him a journal? So this is my journal to my husband. Now, I said to him, give me a theme. Give me something that you're interested in so that I can run with it. And of course, he gave me a theme, which I thought was going to be, you know, plants, nature, you know, dogs, horticulture, I don't know, something like that. And I got the mystery of the Cocos Island treasure that was never found. And I had never even heard of this. So that sent me off on a, on a adventure of learning all about that mysterious uh, treasure that was never found and the story about it. And I found some very interesting things about it. Uh, so and you'll you'll see as the, this <laughs> as we go through the journal. So let's start our journal flip through. So this first one is a small journal. It is uh, made with a Manila folder along with um, some brown craft paper. I put it through the embossing machine, um, the brown craft paper, and then I uh, rubbed it with some black ink, and then I sealed the heck out of it. I believe with Mod Podge at the time. And uh, then I put in a card to my husband, and he's got a nameplate, and he wrote in one on one page. So I'm very proud that he actually wrote on one page. So I'll just keep that private for him. But the rest of it is just coffee dyed papers, occasional stamp here or there, uh, just for inspiration. And uh, that's what it is. It's five signatures, very simple design construct. And um, that's what it is. So we put that aside and we get into the big guy. All right, the big guy. Now, he um, is supposed to look like an old ship. Okay, so this paper I picked up because it looked like an old rusty ship, and that's on the front and on the back. And this paper, uh, this uh, uh, this material here is actually an old cotton bed sheet that I've dyed black, and um, I thought it looks really cool and it feels great. I was very happy with the way that came out. And I made these little fake doubloons uh, with some, I think it's Sculpey or that fast air drying air clay, whatever it is. Um, learned about that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Briefly, and this little lovely, I was an acquisition from Goodwill. I was walking by the jewelry counter and they had it on for $6.99. So I thought that was kind of cool. I'll, I'll hang that as the spine jewelry since I wasn't going to do the traditional laces and ribbons and all that kind of stuff for my hun. Um, but anyway, I put inside, I love you forever on a little piece of paper and then I sealed it in forever with uh, glossy accents and now it looks like that. And I thought that was kind of cool. So um, it is removable. 
he'll never remove it, but it is removable. <laughs> okay, so let's get inside. And so let, let's go on the uh, expedition, the exploring of this Cocos Island uh, treasure that was never found. Okay, so I'm just going to hide his name there. Okay, um, so here's the first page. I used another um, uh, decorative paper here, and I went on this little fun journey of finding things related to that mystery. And I found there were books written on it and there were little anecdotes and things like that. So as we go through, I made it a nautical theme. This is supposed to look like it was stamped to be underwater. Kind of cool, huh? And uh, I haven't seen that stamp in a long time. Hmm. Okay. There's a a seahorse. And these are all again. Now I did do some handwriting in here because I wanted this to be personal from me. And I took the basic construct of the mystery and I just teased out what I thought would be interesting portions for him to look through. So it says, for two centuries, a treasure lies hidden. And there's more stamps, nautical style stamps. And I used random book pages in here. Oh, a little opening. This was the infancy of my little openings here. A wealth, the wealth of a Spanish empire. Okay, apparently... Uh, the the treasure originated from Peru, Lima, Peru. So I put some Lima things in here. And here is a picture of the Cocos Islands. Uh, that's where it is on the map. This is just a picture of an island. Uh, what else did I do? Okay, is this an opener? Yes, I think it is. Come on. Oh, yeah, look at that. An old torn uh, handmade paper thing. It says, a dynasty synonymous with power and prestige. So the people who originally had the, the wealth... We're very rich. <laughs> okay. Cocos Island. Here's a, here's a close-up of the Cocos Island. An island off the coast of Costa Rica. And here's another little open flippity-doo. A story of a family legacy. The adventure begins with the old skeletal hand. Come with me. Come with me. Okay. Going further. A treasure trove worth over a billion dollars. And here's a picture of an old ship. Looks kind of like a treasure ship. Oh, here's a skull. And here's a picture of some doubloons and things like that. The loot of Lima was the inspiration to the story. Treasure Island. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Okay, I found that out. All right. Oh, this is an envelope. Okay, that's what that is. It's been a while since I've looked at this. I'm actually looking at it again with you guys for the first time. Here, um, just some pictures of old, uh, olden day people. And here's another little secret opening thing. One of the most sought after caches in history. Oh, a little tuck. Peruvians feared plunder at hands of revolutionaries, so they placed the treasure on a merchant ship. And here's a vellum sheet that I ran through the printer. These are very cool. If you're not sure what to do with your vellum, run it through the printer. Black and white pictures look awesome. I have a laser jet, and I don't know if it works with inkjet. I think not, because ink might smear with the inkjet. But try it. But I'm thinking laser... I can tell you laser jet definitely works. Some old ads. Okay, it was, the year was 1821. There was a light... Okay, this was the treasure. What was it made of? A life-size Virgin Mary made of gold, Peruvian treasure protected by the church, precious gems, religious artifacts, ingots, gold coins, and rare stones. And here's a treasure map. Here's a little opening. The merchant ship called the Mary Deer was hired as a safeguard uh, Peru... Uh, play soldiers and priests on board as well, along with the treasure. 
just more mystery ship pictures, more envelopes to tuck things that he'll never use. <laughs> Here's a little anchor. Um, did I put right anything on the back? No, it's a, a postcard with some gold-looking things to represent the treasure. Gold fever took hold of the captain and the crew of the Mary Deer. The crew cut the throats of the soldiers and the priests and threw their bodies overboard. And in here I put like a little scroll. That was fun to make, like a little secret treasure map scroll. They set sail for the Cocos Islands, a favorite way to station, a favorite way station for fishermen and whalers. 300 miles off the coast in eastern Pacific lies the Cocos Islands. The captain had the crew unload the Mary Deer and buried the treasure on the island, so the story goes. The captain and the crew reboarded the ship and set sail. They were intercepted by a Spanish galleon. A mass fight ensued. Spanish returned and hung the crew and tortured and hung the crew. They spared the captain and the first mate on condition they were to disclose the location of the treasure. Once back on the Cocos, the captain and the first mate broke free of their captors and hid in the forest. After several weeks, the Spanish finally left. Going into the second signature. A whaling ship came and the captain and first mate climbed aboard and sailed off. Later, the captain made maps and documents to locate the treasure. Of course, we'd want to know where we left that, right? That would be a good idea. Um, The captain died and the first mate had the maps now. He sailed to California and he told his children he gave them the maps. All right, so that's where the story has led so far. One descendant led many expeditions to the Cocos. Of course, hey, there's money over there. Let's go check it out. Let's go. Come on. He found the spot. He found part of an old sail on the Cocos. Another scroll. Heavily armed boats prevented them from digging up the treasure. Oh, foiled. Oh, well. No luck for you. Anything on the back of here? Nope, just some writing space. With a ship. In 1961, the documents and maps were given to another descendant, William Forbes. He looked and found nothing. Now, I'd recommend that you stick around to the end of this because there's going to be a a kicker twist. Okay? Uh, Here's some how to look like a real pirate. I thought those were fun. you got to have your peg leg, your shoes and boots and pistols and cutlass and wool, wool coat and musket. More vellum printing. Many explorers, many explorers and treasure seekers have looked, but alas, this is an old map of this area, the waterways. A century-old message was found in a bottle on Galapagos Islands. It said, Hugh Craigs started talking about the treasure on Cocos Island. So who is this Hugh Craigs? Who are you, Hugh Imagine all the scuttlebutt that was going around the local uh, pubs and things like that. Craig's, interestingly enough, died in 1983, never finding the treasure. Hmm, so will we find the treasure? November 16th, the treasure's been found. Oh my gosh, the treasure's been found. Oh, that's big news. And that was, that was just, you know, not that long ago. A group of Costa Rican park rangers patrolling the Cocos Islands after a storm spotted something protruding from the sand. Game over. All right. Ranger Ignacio Ramirez said, We dug it out and found an old wooden chest filled with gold and silver. Then they dug out the golden statue of the Virgin Mary, affirming that it was the Lima, Peru um, treasure. 
Since it was discovered in a national park, the, to- uh, the totality of the treasure is now the property of the co- Costa Rican government. How about them apples? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Story's not over. Is that the end? Oh. oh, there's still some book here to go through. Must be something else going on. What else is going on here? Huh? Curious? Curious? More maps, treasure maps. It's the end of that story, but not your story. Talking to my husband here. Uh, more vellum in the center of the signatures. Very pretty. Vellum's very strong, too. It's a great page to use in your, in your journal. Your quest begins. The treasure will be exposed at the National Museum, Museo Nacional de uh, Costa Rica in San Jose. The original treasure. So if anybody wants to see it, at least when I made this, that's where it was. The only other person known to have found a few gold coins on Cocos was a Prussian adventurer, August Gisler, who lived on Cocos Island from 1889 to 1908. He found a total of six gold coins. Feeling brave? There are treasures all around us every day. Like your wife, right? (laughs) Waiting to be discovered? Who has the fortitude? Yes, you need a parrot. We have a parrot. That just works out so extremely well. Here's a picture of a guy and his parrot. (laughs) Okay. Are we in, right? Okay. Yeah, we're fine. Where in the world will you start? But alas, the drums beat louder. Don't even hope. There was one more recent discovery. Time to put on your adventurer's hat. Tried to build a little intrigue here. Bunny. (laughs) Grab your compass. More uh, treasure. Bequested to the owner of this book. What does this mean? Hmm. Hmm. One must look. Hmm. Hmm. Nobody. No wobbly knees now. Persistence. And here's a little uh, anchor. This is one of those weights for fishing, which is aged. I thought that was cute in here. One must find. Life's a voyage that's homeward bound. Very nice. This may take one day, one year, a lifetime. Oh, now I'm really messing with him. Uh, Giving up yet? Through his own fortitude and his own endeavors. Be sure to open. Is this it? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, that's that. Okay, now this was just a little funny I did for my husband because he likes Florsheim shoes. <laughs> so I was just teasing him to think that it was Florsheim shoes he was getting. It wasn't Florsheim shoes. Just got to throw him off the, the trail for a little bit here. All right. Love a good mystery. No, that's not it, silly. Way too obvious. Okay, carrying on. More places for him to write that he'll never write in. Does one just give up? Hmm? 
or dost thou have perseverance? Mm -hmm. I slipped in a little ephemera in here. Let's see, let's see. Whoop! Never give up. Do you have what it takes? I was merciless with him. He was fingernail biting. More vellum. Almost there. Would you look for centuries? I know he's probably feeling like it's taking centuries to get through this book. Uh, Would you do whatever it takes? He always says that to me. Are you willing to do whatever it takes? (laughs) Few have the courage to go on. Possible foreshadowing. This is a giant sea squid or octopus overtaking a ship. Paintings here. Maybe you should just give up. Don't give up. (laughs) It's no use. Go back now. (laughs) It's just a story, right? All right, here's a passport going somewhere. A mere folk story or an urban myth, an old wives' tale. Relinquish your hope now. Persistent bugger, aren't you? Driven by the quest, only the brave receive the glory. And then I found this old wallet in uh, a thrift store somewhere. And so I put his little birthday present in here. When you open it up, he has found a coin. So he got himself a nice, pretty gold coin for uh, his birthday. So that is it. And um, I hope you liked it. This was just a lot of fun for me to make. There you go. That is his book. And uh, so there's a million and one ways you can make these. Uh, themed journals are a lot of fun to make. I would say they're a lot more um, time intensive because of the research and that. But, uh, you know, you can make some pretty remarkable things and you can have fun ones, scary ones, um, you know, everything in between. Mysterious ones, adventure ones, pirate ones, uh, cooking ones. I mean, there's just so many things you can do. But I really wanted to show that to you guys. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And... Um, uh, it's actually one of the reasons I don't generally do themed journals anymore because this uh, took me a very long time to make and create. Uh, even though it doesn't look like it has a lot of fe- ephemera in it, just the thinking and you know what the person would like and and all the research uh, on the original storing line. I was for days reading about this mystery of the Cocos Island uh, missing treasure. So yes, it was very cool to find out they actually found the real treasure in uh, 2016. And they had it on, a, I believe it was a Discovery Channel documentary where you can, you can see the story about it. So um, anyway, there you go. So having fun with journals. I just wanted to show you an option of maybe you've got someone special in your life that you want to make something extra special for. You don't always have to put a gold coin at the end. It could be a piece of bubble gum. You know, it really doesn't matter. But the thing is, you can have a lot of fun with themed journals or, or guiding someone through an adventure, through a walkthrough, through, uh, it's almost like an escape room. You know, if you've ever had that, that ever gone into those rooms and you have to figure out your way out. Um, I know they're not claustrophobic. <laughs> my, my, I tell my friend all the time, there's so much fun. You got to come try it. She's like, oh, I'm going to get trapped in the room. I can't get out. No, it's just like you walk into an office or something. It's very normal. Um, but anyway, there you go. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, it was a lot of fun for me to show you this. And uh, it's been something I've been thinking about a while for a while to show you, but I just thought I'd flop it out there and here it is. Okay, so that's that. Um, if you found value here, please like, subscribe and share. Um, that helps me keep uh, spreading the word with you guys that fun can be simple. And um, I also have started a podcast, a podcast about junk journaling, everything junk journaling. And I just um, loaded my first episode. This will probably air after I've loaded my first episode, but 
But um, anyway, the, it's up. It's called The Paper Outpost, The Joy of Junk Journals. And it's on Spotify. And I put a link below in my videos now so that you can find uh, how to find the, uh, the podcast easily. And uh, so come check it out if uh, podcasts are your thing. Um, we do have the Facebook page. I'm uh, just uh, temporarily put the breaks on the Facebook group. I think I am going to do that, but probably wait till the new year to do that just because uh, I want to make sure I do it right and uh, serve you guys well with that. And what else is going on? Oh, I'm Twittering. Yeah, if you guys like to Twitter, I'm just like Twittering uh, thoughts on junk journaling and processing and creating and flow and, and things like that. And what else? Um, there's Pinterest and Instagram. And um, there you go. That's all the links are down below every video. So they're easy to find. And I also put my playlists and my commonly common favorite uh, tools and products that I love to use down below because I get a lot of questions about those and I thought okay here, here they all are so you can find them and I'm updating that all the time so if I use something new in a um, in a journal that I haven't uh, don't have on the list I'm trying to add it there as well so you can have easy access for it um, it's an Amazon affiliate link for me it helps me out so that I can keep my channel growing and what else um, that's pretty much it for now I think we're just rocking and I can't wait to get back with the paper so I'm I'm sort of self-inspired myself by looking through all this again. It's funny, you know, when you look back at the stuff that you've made a while ago, and it shows you the journey that you went through. And, uh, you know, I recommend that um, you save some of the originals, the ones that you made in the very beginning, because uh, you'll be able to see your journey, your journey in the paper, in the folds, in the corners and everything and how you did it. And it's it's so much fun to look back on that. And uh, just ask me, I have a whole trunk full of them, <laughs> literally a, a, like a, a giant truck, trunk full of them. Um, I have a hard time parting with some of them. I get a little weepy, uh, but I've given away a lot. I probably made over, I would say around the 300 mark, 300 journals. And I, I, uh, I'm still learning something new every day and I'm fine tuning the craft. I'm trying to find ways to make things easy so that everybody can jump in and enjoy. And, uh, we don't get bogged down so quickly on the small stuff on the little, you know, this has to be perfect. That has to be exact. Oh, it's going to take me 17 days to measure all the papers to get to the point where I'm actually making the journal. No, no, I want you to construct your journal um, like in a day or two days, the cover and the signatures. And then the rest of the time, I just want you to have fun playing with the pages, trying different layouts, trying different ephemera, trying different embellishments, and uh, just having fun and trying colors maybe that you've never used before. Um, that's a big one for me. I need to get away from my four color palette. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, tr- I'm rummaging into my, uh, my dye basket and I'm trying to pull out stuff that I have not um, used in a while. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, that I may even go ahead and like open a drawer. And I don't know if you've seen the pictures of my craft room, but uh, I think they're on Instagram. I have a million little drawers that I got these uh, stand-up apothecary. I think they're maybe printer. I want to say printer or apothecary um, uh cabinet, not cabinets, but there's like full of drawers, you know, there's like all little tiny drawers. Let me see if I can show you without losing this video. Okay, please don't lose the video. I'm rotating up, going slow. These things. Okay, stuff like that. Okay, so I don't want to accidentally rotate the video sideways because then everything goes crazy. Okay, so I'm just gonna put that right there. Okay, so um, maybe pull out one of those and just, I got to do something with what's in that drawer right, right now. Like that's going to be my mission. That's going to be my personal challenge for the day. So there's a million ideas coming your way. I can't wait. I can't wait to, um, get some more ideas out for you. So I'm going to jump back into my 
creative mode and get making something so I can uh, play with you guys. So uh, thanks very much for all your support. I love reading your comments. I find them so fascinating and they really help guide me um, to know what you guys find is interesting or what your journey is like or where you're in the process. Like how, how deep are you into this? Um, are you like, uh, uh, you know, a master journal maker or are you like, you know, sitting down for the first time, sweating bullets going, how on earth am I going to do this? It's never going to turn out to look like that. I want everybody to feel comfortable here and I want to hear from all of you because it really helps me um, guide me to um, putting out things that you guys might like to listen to. So there we go. That's it pretty much. So uh, happy crafting. Have an awesome day and get down, go deep in those papers and ruffle around and, and feel those papers and the crinklies and stuff and have some fun. Okay. Take care, everybody. See you soon.